Welcome back to Aldi's Mummy and Me series podcast. Today I'm talking to Rory O'Connor, who you'll probably know as Rory Stories from his insanely popular Facebook page and other internet platforms. Rory is a comedian, author of three books with a fourth on the way, and a mental health advocate. He's also father to Ella, Zach and Lucy. Rory, you're very welcome. I'm so excited to get to talk to you. Um, yeah, pleasure, pleasure. How's life? Yeah, busy, busy. Um, thankfully is the word after, obviously, the, the lockdowns and pandemic. And yeah, I've been really busy the last few months. Like, we, we full on my home to three kids. And uh, I do a lot of my work now uh, in schools, a lot of talking to school kids and stuff like that. So I've, I've been very busy with that. Uh, the reason I do talks in schools because I, I wasn't good in school. I struggled in school. And uh, I went to school in the 90s, which, as you remember, was much more raw establishment. So I would have found myself kicked out of class an awful lot because... I, I struggle like, you know, ADHD and that, uh, like spelling, uh, maths, all that kind of stuff. And I just found it easier to get kicked out of class. I was one of them that kind of didn't want to own up to not being good in school. So I was, I just had memories of being told to face the wall or, you know, get out of the classroom, Rory, and, and all this kind of stuff. So I don't have the greatest memories, especially primary school. And little that I know is a kind of... Uh, planted a seed in my head for a long time that I, I was just stupid because we just education was the way we gauged um, intelligence for a long time like if you're not good at maths you're not good at spelling you're not going to be good, good in life like and, and I believed that for a very long time until I hit a very low point in my life and uh, rock bottom I suppose but I asked for help and that led me to Rory Stories and, and, and the success of Rory Stories so now I nearly feel it's my duty to go back to these schools and say I'm the example of it's okay not to be great in school because my, my the first thing I say to all the students is I know attention spans aren't great nowadays for, for obvious reasons um, on social media and that, but I wish I heard uh, when I was your age what I'm about to say now, so tune in. So I kind of want to be that person when I was 15, um, I needed to hear. Do you know that kind of way? That's who I pride myself on is, especially around the books, like, you know, whatever about being a comedian and telling stories and jokes, like, that, yeah, teachers would have probably predicted that, but not an author, like, you know, not, not, that's something Come that... Come on, here yeah, yes, yeah. here. I am with my yeah. nearly four books. Yeah, yeah, just finishing up my fourth book. And I always bring the books to the to the, uh, to the the schools because it's a really cool part. I done a memoir two years ago, Rory's story, um, Unexpected Journey Self Leap. But in the middle of the book, there's two letters that I show to all students and I give an example of, you know, two different uh, stories but the same person so the first letter was is a suspension letter when I was 14 that my mom has inundated with them when I was 14 Rory's no attention span we don't know what to do with him he's bad influence on people all this kind of stuff and then I have a, a, the other letter another page which is, is 20 years later and it's the same school but another principal inviting me to come back to the school as the role model of the school <laughs> the success story and I love showing that and the real message Amy is never to give up on yourself that's literally what that is is that when I was 14, 15 I felt well life is not going to be good for me because I'm not good in school and then 20 years later here you are invited back to, to kind of you know talk to the students so that's that's why I do all the school talks is for even just one or two people in the, in the school to go do you know 
I'm actually feel okay about school now and I'm not great in school, but it's not going to define me. And it's um, it's important they hear that as much as they hear 600 points and Trinity College and UCD and all, you know. Could not agree more. And when I was in school, um, th- that never that was never on the, the table. There was nobody, there was never a platform where you could discuss non-academic stuff. Um, it was always offered like as in fourth year in school. It was like, for anyone who <laughs> isn't good at maths, Irish, English, all of the subjects, you know, you can go rock climbing for a day or something like that. And that yeah. was kind of, that was it like there was no and also there wasn't really any or maybe I just you know it was I was young and I wasn't you know it wasn't on my radar and people weren't discussing it but I feel like people didn't discuss things like you know having dyslexia ADHD anything Autism, like that all them like you, you were just mad Rory's mad like and like but hold on a minute there's a reason like because I always knew I was never bold like the, the word bold is always labelled to kind of you know autistic kids or ADHD kids but it's just it's just they feel different and they, they have a different outlook and they think different to most people that's what these symptoms are and I'm learning more and more of it uh, at the minute uh, cause, uh, my young fleet is kind of somewhere there like he's only three but we're starting to kind of understand him and, and what's fascinating is I relate to so much that he does and my sister who'll be two years older than me she sees so much in Zach that she remembers in me when I was younger so we're learning like you like at the end of the day everything evolves and, and, and I'm trying to learn more of, of wow like, like I'm, I'm currently in the middle of being assessed for ADHD myself and even speaking to the psychologist it's like oh my god now that makes sense why you know, I do this or why I do that. And I just feel sorry for the generations that went by. And what happens, Amy, is we turn to addiction, like we turn to alcohol, we turn to drugs, is to numb that voice. Like, and, and a lot of guys that I went to school with struggle with addiction now that was in my primary school. Uh, one is actually in jail, got himself down the wrong road. So there's fascinating stuff there, like that we're only starting to ask questions of now in this generation. But, um, it needs to be asked because like so many people give up on themselves on a young age because of say i.e. education system and how outdated it was back then and still is now in my yeah. opinion I think we're st- yes it's more understanding but there's so much more and it's all for our kids coming through that I don't want them feeling like Rory in school feeling useless feeling stupid lacking confidence and having to you know distract others or get kicked out of class in order for them not to believe that I'm stupid or think I am so that's Again, where a real passion of mine is, is that kind of asking that question, really. It's an incredible gift to be able to give it back and, you know, to be able to talk to younger generations because you're right. I think they just, there was nowhere for the discussion to go because nobody discussed it. Like even going back generations, and I know things have got better. I was only discussing with a friend of mine recently, you know, the way that that term, like, oh, your, your man lives on his nerves. Your man lives on his nerves. He's probably. Bipolar as they come, yeah, or or is suffering massively from anxiety, from depression. But like it was, it was just easier, as you say, to say somebody's bold, somebody live because there's no, there's no discussion. It felt like there was discussing mental health and providing, I guess, a voice and a platform for people to be able to discuss this and have real, honest conversations and go, okay, if your brain works this way, how can we help you? Exactly, because I really, I honestly believe every. I know it's a cliche, but every one of us have a gift. 
And so many never get to, like I always say, like the education system, a lot of people will never realise that gift because they can't take in information, they can't process information. They think outside the box, like, you know, you, you just go through the records. Some of the most successful people in the world are autistic or ADHD because their mind works different. And that's why, like, a, a gift that I've realised over the years is observation. Like, so I'd see something that other people wouldn't see, hence why Rory Stoy's videos are so relatable because, yes, when you see it, it's like, it's hardly like a big punchline there but I don't intend it to be. It's purely, I'm just showing you what we're like in various parenting or, or relationships or GA field. And that's, I've understood that that's what works for me. Like, even though I find it very simple and, and put stuff together, but other people will, will be lost. Like, hence Rory looking looking at a book in a classroom, algebra or any of that stuff. It's like, well, well. <laughs> I really shouldn't be here. Do you know the kind but of way? But look how your mind had to adapt because, you know, if you weren't able to focus on that. I was talking to a friend um, a while ago who has dyslexia and she was saying that her, like that as well, her observation skills or her way of reading and percepting certain situations is very different because of that. And actually she's got an amazing skill set because of it because she had to divert a different way yeah. like that and go, I, I can't, I can't, you know, th- this stuff isn't making sense for me. Um, and really weirdly, what just popped into my mind, like, Brian had really bad sight when he played, right? Really bad sight. He right. could, he, I don't know how he played. Right, okay. Is this a <laughs> joke? No. <laughs> you then got laser eye surgery later, but I think he adopted his peripheral vision because he, he had to. Ah, uh, so yeah, he was really, yeah. He was, he got so when really he got good. sight, he was like, I am, yeah. <laughs> Actually, so when he got his laser done, I was like, what if this is your superpower? That you were, your peripheral vision is like really heightened because it, yeah. had to, it had to adapt because you weren't able to see as well. Well, do you know what that reminds me of? It reminds me of the film Bloodsport with Van Damme. In, in the, now, you're probably, what the hell, Brian, I'm sure, has seen it, but um, it, it's an old crappy Van Damme film where in the final fight, the, his competitor throws dust in his eyes and he can't see anything like, but he because he trained so much with blindfold on, he was able to adapt. Like so, when you take the blindfold off, it's like this is easy. So that makes perfect sense. Yeah. So Brian was probably seeing this overshade thing going, "Okay, is it here? Can someone tell me it's coming?" But he could just catch a ball from the side without yeah. even without even thinking about but it. That because makes he, sense because of his same, vision yeah. now, and and he he works so hard nearly uh, with a disability. Yeah. And then it suddenly I can see. Oh, yeah. now look at my skill set. So, that's but likewise, good, yeah. what you know, in relation to your how your brain works. So you're like, okay, this is harder for me. But what are the other things like you're saying that you've got really good observational skills and that you, you can decode things in a different way? And look at the success of your of yeah. Rory's stories. Tell us about Rory's stories because that has just like grown and grown in popularity. And you know, you use your comedy, and it's just very, it's all relatable. So you're, and and that is one of your many gifts. Yeah. So um, I suppose without getting too deep into it, so I I struggled with it. a gambling addiction was the main thing for a long time, and then 2013 came along and. I hit rock bottom and like suicidal thoughts and really bad shape and and I asked for help is the main thing and I got help via uh, an addiction counsellor in the Rutland Centre and uh, he told me about addictive personalities how they can be used in a negative or, or positive manner and negative is obviously you know you're gambling your drugs or alcohol if you if you're full on into everything in life and you go into that platform you're going to be on your knees quickly but he also said that some of the most successful people in the world who have that kind of personality uh, use it to their advantage and so he said to me you need to find something you're passionate about so I'm finding something interested in. and I went away well I've always wanted to get into acting and comedy like telling 
stories in school, like uh, uh, mimicking people was always something that came natural to me. I never had to try where, when I'd look at a, a, a book in school, like the harder I tried, the more I, I'd sweat and couldn't do it. But telling stories was like pure natural to me. And I never had the shyness of talking in front of people. That was something I had. So it took me to get to the lowest, say, well, I might as well start it now because I've tried everything and I'm useless at it. So I might as well try something that I'm interested in because I'm used to failing anyway. So this would just be another step. So Rory's stories began. Um, you know, my name is Rory. I like telling stories and names are, are, are half the battle like that would ring. So Rory's stories and just started with a blog. Just started telling stories about myself, 2013. Stories like that most people wouldn't share to their best friend, but that's comedy like when you're willing to just throw it out there. And, and I remember the first thing I post and the anxiety going, oh my God, and what am I doing here? And, and then people, oh, this is actually really funny. And it's like, oh yes, someone likes know, what I'm a, saying. Did you say that was on a, blo a blog? That was a blog, 2013. You're an OG blogger. Yeah, well, like, yeah, I actually got a friend uh, to set up a blog for me. Didn't know anything about that, um, about any of this. I just don't know if my, like, there was not the spelling, wasn't even writing these stories, but it didn't matter. People got what I meant. So then a Facebook page was, was born in 2014 and started to do sketches mainly on the GEA because one, it was a passion of mine and two, was I felt there was a market there. There wasn't really much kind of skits done. Like nowadays there's TikToks and everyone's doing content and all, but back then there was very few. So I felt the good feeling really, Amy. I just, for the first time in life, I actually felt something was right deep inside me. I was like, this is actually, there's something telling me. And... It just led from there, videos, then into doing comedy in GA clubs, then left my job 2016. Everyone thought it was mad, but I just had, again, a clear vision. And what were you working as? I was working in CPL recruitment. I didn't really do anything there. Anyone who knows me worked there, they were like, how does right? I don't know how many times my manager would say, the only reason you're here is because you're good morale for the team. Aww, and I always took the positive. should be a job in itself. I was like, I was like, I understand I'm useless, but I'll be good crack, like, you know, and, and that, that, that was always my tears, like, I'm, I'm shit at this, but I'm good crack. And for so long, I was like, oh, but and then it turns, well, why don't you turn the good crack into doing something with it? And then Rory's story. So 2016, again, left my job and uh, my wife, Emma, supported me. Like, you know, I think you need the, the backing there. That's important because we were renting a house. Our first child, Ella, was only born. Like, I, I had six weeks work lined up, like, as in going to GA clubs, chancing my arm with a show, going for it. And I just just kept thinking, don't think of, of, of a year to take a six weeks at a time, pay the bills for six weeks, six weeks, six weeks. And it's 2000 and what was now 22 and the six weeks is still the way I work like eight years later or whatever you? it is. Yeah, yeah. I never so get So you never get to a place where you're like, okay, this is, I know what I'm No, because I'm afraid years. to, Amy. I'm yeah. actually, even though like, you know, things are in a good place and, and I like to think you're established and I have plenty of work in uh, what I do, but I still... I still live on my toes all the time. Like, I think you kind of have to in this game. Like, I'm not good at relaxing. Like, you know, whenever I'm really busy, <laughs> no. I'm like giving out because I'm really busy. And whenever I'm not busy, I'm like, I need a routine because my head goes. And <laughs> oh, you're inside my head right now. That yeah. is exactly yeah. it. Yeah. And, you, yeah. and, and sometimes the lack of routine is really fun. And then it gets to you and you're like, oh my God, this is oh, crazy. Yeah, I, need, yeah, I need routine. Yeah. The balance, the balance <laughs> is, is, is the yellow brick road, isn't it? Like, trying to. And also, find going, I can't say no. I can't say no. Because what if, the, as you say, oh, like. Don't you, talk to me. Like, oh, that's stuff. what I'm getting better at now. I, I am a disease to please person like and my wife was like that is a serious issue with you like I would like go out my way like I'm just one of these I genuinely like helping people I get a great kick out of that I really do like you know I really enjoy you know if someone needs advice help them or if somebody I do, I do it because that's my kind of warm fuzzy feeling is, is knowing that I helped them out along the journey and 
But I, 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 that can be a negative as well because you put yourself under severe pressure uh, for no reason. Like, and that's something that I'm trying to work on. Do you, are you getting better at it? Is it? And how does it come out? Like in the fact that, well, now you've got three kids, just it's Just say no. Like, I know, I know. Rory, I know you're probably on a day, but would you mind just coming here and chatting to this fella about something and all? Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. No, but I'll be there and I'd meet a random or who might have an addiction problem or something and I, I give him my best advice and then I might ring him and are you okay? And like, I'd be blocking out like my own career and my family just to help him. And it, again, it's it's... In in the wider scheme, it's a positive, but it can be a negative because yeah. everything else suffers around you. Then, like, well, listen, I think it's probably easier to do, you know, the odd one of that here and there. But look at what you do by talking to groups and schools, yeah, and starting that conversation, and even in your book as well. So that is like you kind of have to. You're reaching a wider audience with not giving two or three hours of your time for. Yeah, it, that's impossible that's to do why, all the time. And you know that's why I done the memoir because people are like you're only thirty four. Why are you giving it like the memoir of yourself or? And I was like, well, you know, I think people need to read it now. Like, it's no point me waiting until I'm 45, do it now, because especially the chapter Educate, Deliberate, I often say to people, I don't really read books either, but just read that chapter and you'll get enough out of that. I go about the whole school and my experience of school and the effect it had on me. And that's the big glaring point. So, yeah, like the feedback was really positive and, and I'm proud of it. But as I said, it's just, it's just keep moving forward. Like, that's all the time, like. Keep moving forward. Um, do you feel like that schools are receptive to it? Are they looking for conversation around this? Yeah, they, yeah, they I think it. so. Like, listen, Amy, I don't want to be like, you don't need school, throw rubbers at each other and just leave the classroom. Like, no, it's not. It's just like I'm saying, if you're good in school, work hard, get your 600 points because when you leave school, something else in life is going to be difficult to you. It's just, That's why I always say to people, don't compare yourself to others in the classroom because like the sun and the moon do the same thing. They just, they just shine at different times so you might be struggling in school but just have that work ethic try your best get your 300 points because when you leave school you're into the big playground then you might find something then that you're good at and you blow up because your work rate is there or if you just dilly dally to 500 points and leave and say then you leave school and realise oh my god I want to go back to school so that's all I was good at now I, I'm not good at this at all and then you have to realise the hard work is the number one ingredient so it's important kids hear that that you know if you, if you don't get your 600 points you're not going to be a failure and someone needs to tell the mainstream media is like that stop on leaving set results day having Mary and John who got 600, 600 points 650 points I know you know oh look at Mary and John with the seven A's and what about you know John and Amy or Brian who are sitting home at three, who worked so hard I for 330 and their parents go if you had studied hard you would have got that like no I peaked at 330 but I'm going to be a massive entrepreneur in a mode and be a millionaire and be multi-successful. So, but their, their confidence being dashed then by, by this whole leaving cert scale. So Here's a call out for next leaving certs for somebody to be on the front of whatever newspaper it is who has overcome a challenge, who has done their yeah. best, who has applied themselves even though that they're as, as you know, may have challenges in different ways and has gotten through it. Oh my God, they'd be a legend. Like yeah. every, like, and, and a school should nearly put forward a, a certain individual that we know how hard they work flat, they put in the hours and them getting 300 points is like them maxing out like because they have that work rate. So if you steer that energy towards something that you're naturally good at, boom, that's mm. when success comes into your life and people need to know that in school. Not, oh, I was a failure and I go to college but I just drink in college and I get into drugs and all of a sudden you're 30. And you're like, oh, oh no, what do I do now? Like, So people need to hear at a young age, no, just because you didn't get you know, your your UCDs, your Trinity Colleges, like that's all grand for some people, but, but for others, it's not the route. So 
hence why the school conversation is what I like bringing to the table and, and that's um, amazing yeah, I think no, that's yeah. lo- giving so much back which is incredible also you're so young to have that you know gone through that journey it takes so much bravery when you feel that low to put yourself out there in that way yeah, but it, 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 I know what it feels like and like, you know, that Hell Week show I was on last year, like that came out in spades, the, the emotions of of highs and lows and, and that that person who's deep in there that, does, that will never feel good enough. That, that's just embedded there like and, and it, it, it pays rent in there, but it's, it's I, I'm better at um, managing that voice now like than I was. Like, I'm understanding. That's why I've done the books, Amy, to be purely honest with you, was, no, you're not true, but you have books here like, and the, because the books was something that was never on the radar ever in my life. So it's nice for someone and anyone listening to just take on a challenge that seems unreachable because when you do reach it, you'll always have that there when the, the negative voice coming into your head or the black dog or the cloud or whatever you want to call it, you can always take a deep breath and turn back and say, well, no, well, I have this, so I am actually pretty pretty uh, successful. So just draw on something that seems hard, uh, just work at that, because once you have that one thing, you can always go back to that. That's the way I look at it. You can always turn when you're feeling low and say, no, well, I've I done this, so I'm able to achieve this. Like, So that's why the books for me are the are the kind of, the go-to, really. Do you know what I'm saying? my books. Look yeah. at those. Yeah. Coming back, back into the school with your, with your books, isn't it? Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's amazing there, and with all the success of it. So your fourth book, is that more? Is that Rory stories as well? Or yeah, is it? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, the Rory stories lockdown look back. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm buzzing for fun. this. Yeah, I'm, I'm buzzing for this to get out because it all started when I put up a Facebook post about. Do you remember the time when we were all stuck in our houses and we were tired, starting to think that Guinness tastes nice out of a can, and we were all like, you know, stuck, like lying to police to to go five. But just what happened then is the whole of Orange started commenting on this post, like, and it was like 13, 14 thousand comments. So I was like, hold on a minute no way there's a book in this yes so I went away and I contacted about 150 people and said do you mind if I use your comment in the book like I'll already go for it so the book is is the lockdown look back I start. I, I talk about everything but then throughout the book is these little comments from the public just their own stories and hilarious Amy I swear to God I, I can't wait for you to read it you'll die laughing because <laughs> it just it's only when I was writing the book and looking back on we lost our marbles uh, in yeah. the lockdown like essential <laughs> non-essential I'd love to be around the table someone said uh, Minister I have a great idea here now I think that um, this COVID is serious so what we'll do is we give nine euro meals and uh, that way we can uh, have the pubs open but the nine euro meal will stop the COVID whatever about that person suggests that but for someone to agree with that in the room and not go okay can I just say something here can someone just explain in theory how that will stop people getting coronavirus (laughs) Like, or going to the shops going, you know, you're not allowed to buy socks. Okay, so this is flattening the curve. I went in for a nail clippers <laughs> and she said you could buy a scissors but you can't buy a nail clippers. I was like, right, is this some sort of a sick joke? I was looking around oh and going, is somewhere because like, no, no, Rory, honestly, I was like, yeah, but like, I was like, what? my toenails are horrendous. I could break the grass with them. She's like, no, no. She's like, you have to buy a scissors. I was like, have you ever cut your toenails with scissors? Why so, was it, what, was the scissors in a different department? It was just there. Was, <laughs> and, they had a rope over or a black oh whatever you call it over the, the <laughs> they had a black over the nail clippers but they had a, she goes no we've all the scissors you want in the world I said, but I need a nail clipper no it's there I, said, I tell you what if you walk away I'll just pretend it fell on the ground no I can't do that Rory I just went away and go what is happening with the world I remember oh being I was heavily pregnant and um, when it was peak zero crack actually the world opened up for about two weeks and then went into lockdown but I remember trying to find like ma- maternity brass right <laughs> standing in a shop 
like, you can you can try those on. It's like, I, I don't know how I'm supposed to buy one because things are changing by the day. And it was just standing in a shop with my friend, like over your clothes and just with the mask on. I was just like, this is so crazy. Like me going into another room and trying something on was going to like have wild, wildfire of COVID. But also, do you remember as well, and I, I don't know if it was just all our paranoia because we were listening to it so much and it just got in there on a subconscious level. But do you remember like, be like, did you hear that Mary drove to Bray? I know. Do you remember all that stuff? It was like <gasps> the shock but, of but, that, but, that, but that's <laughs> all. Oh that's all in in the book. It's <laughs> I, it, like even like. Um, you know, I spotted a neighbour putting a suitcase into his boot during COVID and we all surrounded him. It would have been going, better if he was a murderer. It would have been better yeah, if he had yeah, killed I somebody. I swear to God, if there was a corpse in there, we'd be like, oh, well, that's fair enough now, but you definitely well, listen, better not be going right. down to Clare now. <laughs> exactly. You better not be going to any seafront. If you kill someone, we will forgive you. Hey, for some people, right? Some people are actually Googling RIPs around the country and printing off who they were and being stopped down in Lynch. Like, yeah, we're here for we're here for the funeral of, of Mary O'Connor. We're, we're, we're we're, we're, we're long lost cousins and then they get to the hotel in the hinge and the, the residence bar be wedged with people who are down here from all parts of the country who were here for Mary's funeral I never knew Mary nothing about Mary I just have to get out of my fucking house honestly this oh is what God. people are putting into these I was like this has to go on a book it's like, so funny we're still in recovery mode I would say if they're even like it's still their baggage of just the whole thing is nearly PSDD is there being like oh I can't even think but, so I think by the time the book comes out people will be nice and over it I think for it to be able to laugh I think it's laugh. perfect I think yeah. even around now people are looking back going even though it was only just last year like that, that was bonkers I know, I know and, 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 <laughs> one fella said about he, he went to his Chinese to order and he walked in and he says I'd like to order a curry chip and she's like you have to order over the phone he's like well sure I'm here now it's like we only take orders over the phone he's like what do I do he picks out his phone and rings hello you're through to the Chinese he's like hello I'd like to order a curry chip yes would you like anything else and he's staring at this woman like two feet away going no I'm grand and then picks up the phone and she just smiles and says yeah and what do we know oh no you can collect it here you can stay with you I just had to ring it in I was like what the hell the common sense was just no such thing really like in them days and again the book shows all that it's just it, when I was writing I was laughing going I'd maybe googling like restrictions that you, know, you would all forget about level forget. 5 level 4 can't leave your county like I'm on the Mead Dublin border you can walk to Dublin from my house but I could drive to Balnabracky which is an hour away from my house but I couldn't do a lap around Ash or well, uh, Oh my god, I can't wait to read that. That will actually I think that will actually be far from PTSD. I think that will actually be therapy. That I will think be it will, therapy yeah, yeah, for the I nation. Think it will. Nice because easy read. With all these things, like in the middle of the shit show, or even despite the shit show, and horrendousness of what it was, and so many people got sick. So many people, you know, the cost of what it what it was to everyone in relation to business and everything. There is there is a part of us that has to be able to laugh at oh, the yeah. times that are really difficult, and then you're bonding with other people on that, and you have to you have to you have to have that release. You just have course, to and be course. able to to be able to laugh at the things that were actually crazy. Yeah, yeah, like like it's like anything. We're all in trouble. Like say, like go back to schools. Like yeah. like there will be a day where we laugh about this. Just not right now. You know what I mean? Hundred percent. I think people and will be ready COVID, for like, it. Yeah, and listen, don't I touched on obviously people who lost loved ones. We had a bad in the house with COVID. My wife was in hospital for a week with it, and so so I can relate. So I didn't just be like ignore all that. I obviously wanted to not be like an arsehole about it. Be like, oh yeah, I, I obviously am aware it was it was tough. Lot, but again, yeah, we all understand that side yeah. of it though. Like we all 
because we, we, we had that, you know, we all lived through that and understand that. But I think the other side of it is, is that it was such, like the biggest thing that's happened in our generation lives. Yeah, yeah. So to be able to process it in a way and go, that was a bit mad and be able to laugh and go, that was Yeah, yeah, crazy. but like, that's my job is, yes. to, is to bring humour to any situation, yeah. like, you know, and use your gift to make people laugh when we shouldn't really laugh. Like, you know, it's like... Everyone, but when you need to laugh. Exactly. Yeah. It's like everyone needs a storyteller at an Irish wake. Like, you need someone around the coffin that is good at telling stories and 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 they're vital like you know people like if you're not because if you're not laughing you're going to be crying at these so you need someone to tell a few stories and that's why humour is vitally important at the when you think you should need it, it's needed most. Well, it's public service because the last thing people needed was more depressing news content. You could run you could dance or you could just breathe. The Bernardo's Big Active, supported by Aldi, is happening in schools across Ireland right now and it makes doing good feel great. It gets classmates of all ages active while supporting their mental health and well-being. The Bernardo's Big Active, supported by Aldi, will raise vital funds to help Ireland's most vulnerable children. Sign up today at thebigactive.ie your eldest was doing homeschooling and stuff, but you're, you've got two littlies then. Yeah, so Ella's nine and uh, Zach three and Lucy one. So little lockdown Lucy. Like how, how, what, just one? One and a half. Oh, same age so, as my yeah, little so fella. So she, she'll be two in December. Oh my God, same as me. Oh yeah. So they Actually, just... I remember that because I remember because finally, and Amy was like, I think like around the same time. Yeah. That be... So you had a little window. Did ever get to, to, to hang out and see and then everything closed again. That was pretty dark, that January, February, March. Yeah, yeah. Even, even like, you know, being in the labour ward and having to wear that mask, like just sitting there. Like again, I, I, I don't want to get... Uh, uh, cancelled here like and say oh yeah they have to give birth but it was so hard just sitting there wearing a mask it's okay that you also found it hard of course so like and it, everything felt so prescriptive and you just you never didn't know where to put yourself and it was yeah. it was a, it was grim it was grim well that's like any, 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 listen any man can relate if you it, it, no matter how successful you are you think you are in life you will feel useless in the labour ward it's just we are so over comfort zone and no matter what we do is wrong because obviously like the ladies are doing all the hard work and we're yes. just there and we don't know whether to rub the head lift the leg <laughs> blow into you uh, uh, you know like we don't know what to say yeah. and it gets to that stage where you can't do anything wrong and then you leave the room why did you leave the room I just needed you I just fucking didn't know what to do like you're fucking <laughs> you feel like crying and, and then like you know just the whole experience and I always say that the first is like game changer the oh experience labour like it's like all, any of my friends are gone going to labour like <gasps> You'd be a changed man now. One thing you do, and this goes insane, is the respect you gain. Like, you know, um, I used to always say to my wife, I'm telling you now, a kick in the golden jewels, giving birth couldn't be any sword not. This is like the most <laughs> outrageous pain ever. And then, okay, you win. <laughs> when Ella was born, like, say, okay, you win. And, and um, she's like, look what I had to do to prove a point to you. Yeah. Now, yeah, does yeah. that show you? Yeah, it is that. And, and it is a unique experience. And, uh, like during the COVID was a bit yeah because it is just because it was so weird and but it was nice because like there was no Christmas that year but yeah. it suited us perfect yeah. because we had that nothing was happening like we would usually go to say Christy Moore every uh, Christmas victory that was cancelled first time because but nothing was happening anyway so it was really nice a special be, kind of time it was yeah, yeah do you think three is a game changer or do you think it's more just more of the same oh 
Your stro- ages are different. You've got a yeah. gap on the top end, so, whereas I've got so, a gap on the bottom. Without realising, Ella's now Mary Poppins. She has, has to be like, so she does way more than a nine-year-old. I mean, we're cautious that we can't expect her to be, but she kind of has to be. So we, we've Zach three and a half and Lucy one and a half. So it's full on in our house at the minute. Like, And you know, like we don't have sleepers. So our routine, Amy, is... None like, of them. Do any of them sleep? Never did. Now, I mean never sleep. They obviously sleep, but they don't sleep. Like, when you need sleep. Yeah, so we... Our, our munchkins, call them, are half six. It's weird, like, so... They go to half six, but it's 20 past five, and that's it. Up, and everyone's 20 up. 20 past five every morning, every they get morning, up. Yeah, they get up. They yeah. all get up at 20 yeah, past five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, 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 like, if it's not Zach, it's Lucy. Like, it's oh. they're nearly connected. Like, they're best friends. Like, and so everyone says, well, put them to bed later. We've tried that. So we put them at eight. They actually don't, don't sleep yeah, well. Yeah, so they've so got less sleep. Their best up. routine, Amy, is, is in the car at half six and up at half five. Yeah. Yes, it's 11 hours sleep. And, and but so me, me and my wife got Emma, go to we bed, go at, to bed at, we go, we go to bed at nine. Do like, you, I remember, like, you know, it's like, oh, 10 o'clock, oh, we're on a mad one here, like, you know, 10 o'clock. Like, I used you know, to stay up till two in the morning. I now look at that and go, that like, person. That's what I'm saying. People thought about Netflix. Right. I'm like, what's Netflix like? Do you know what I mean? Or what's Do you not watch TV in the evenings, though? We, we, we don't have much time because any bit of work to try and get it done. We, we probably dedicate an hour, like, so we, we yeah. watch a series ever an hour, but. You're just so exhausted. Like, by the time, like, I don't, we have to tidy up toys, like, on the air, everywhere. I'm at stage now, you know, just leave it till they go to bed. Sleep there and until they're 18. You're that, you're that I'm weird. I'm just going to leave them there. You're until that weird. And like, I remember I came down the night and I was sitting in the kitchen and I was so tired and I was like, what is that in my ear? And I could still hear Cocomelon in the living room. I was like, I'm actually going to take off my runner and fuck <laughs> it at that telly. I don't care what that happens, I'm doing it. And like, that's what parents need to know it's like and I try to uh, pull up stories on social media about it is that we're, we're all close to losing our marbles at least once a week like like my wife just, once a week I'm, is doing good yeah I'm just I'm trying to not sound like we're the Adams family once an hour. it's every day yeah it's every hour <laughs> if it's not me going I had to get out of this house I'm gone she does the same but I know, like, what's I won't lie, it scares me when I put up on social media and say a story about a toddler. Like, all, all the, the people come and go, Oh, Rory, enjoy them. They're the easy days. And I'm like, How is this <laughs> like easy? It's like, What the hell? Oh, God. How does it get any harder? I don't like? think people think that, to- well, they're, I yes. would not say the toddler days are, are easy. Or, no, no I, I think the teenagers do scare me because I've heard that they're not ideal. I know, but I know. It does scare me. It does. But, like, I think people are just, they're revisionist with a lot of that stuff as well. And you kind of go, oh, I, I'm even like that about the babies and yeah. go, I could have another 10 on babies. I couldn't and I'm not. Yeah, but yeah. Um, you do. It's easy to kind of look back and go, oh, that wasn't as bad or whatever. I just think your brain does that to you. But I, I, t- I think yeah. toddler age is, is hard. Oh, I mean, listen, they're, they're, they're wild. Like, sorry to describe, like, they're not even human. Like, they really are. Like, like there's no there's no compensating with them when there's a when tantrum. There's, that's it. Yeah. And you have to breed yourself and do your whole breeding, like, and calm down because the only thing that keeps them sane is like say the blippies or the coke medals and like it's a, it's a, it's fireplace into the fire for me crying or, or say the coke medal or blippy or wheels on the bus and yeah but it's there switching off so every, like everybody needs that yeah, I do yeah. remember just when you said that because I'm we're just going into the coke melon phase again I hadn't been there in a while but do you remember when my two who were very close in age the, the top two that, that, that tiredness um, they'd gone to bed and I watched it for about 45 minutes realising that the, there was no chill 
children there anymore. Yeah. I didn't need to be there. That's, <laughs> like, that's, that's what my, my wife actually said. She says, you should do a sketch on that. She was like, yes. oh, the kids are gone to bed and suddenly you've been watching a half an hour of Blippi and because you're so programmed to, yeah. you don't realise, oh my God, the kids are actually in bed. I don't have to I don't, watch this. I don't this. need to watch this. <laughs> the people who are saying, that, oh, those years are the easiest, they don't, they're not remembering those no, times. And listen, I know we're all, the human beings are resilient and like I look at Ellen now, we have to put her out of bed for school and I don't remember her in them days but because the two of them together you're you're in the war like so and you're, like you're up since half five and it's uh, do 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 melon that's in your head then until and then again you've your blippy like and you've your and then and then they're trying to point what they want on the Netflix and like what do you want do you want do you want this like no I want that and then you, you take a gun presses no I don't want that so you send them then banana oh, that's a dude you want and that's when you have to go out the back garden and talk to the plants and just do whatever <laughs> do whatever you have to do to just stop yourself from freaking out altogether like so Rory you've talked about uh, fear and failure being positive things do you try and implement that in your parenting it's hard to remember all the good things when you're parenting and you're really frustrated and tired yeah someone made a good observation to me um, a few years ago it makes sense it's like so remember when we were younger like and the man brought home the shop and say for instance and they like the eggs oh Jesus don't touch the eggs I'll touch the eggs so I'm starting to psychologically is that installing a lack of confidence into them straight away so I'm trying to work on this now a bit so, for instance, like, yeah, do carry the eggs and then say they dropped them. It's like not making a big deal of it. Like, so just these little small things. So if you say, don't, they'll drop them. What are you telling them? You're telling them they will. And so they get it. They're shaking. So if you've been a confidence. So someone told me that years ago. Um, so that's installing a little bit of confidence in a small way. So it's just little things. Well, that people can make mistakes and that it's okay. You yeah, know, if you're yeah, trying your best. Yeah, it is. Because like, like generations change like you know this whole saying that's the way I was reared you know our parents would have said that and, and therefore with their parents all. so we're just trying to bring in life lessons that we've learned to try and not do the same thing again with our kids and a lot of it is confidence like because if you see, you know, any age from say two to five, you have you have no fear, right? You don't care what you don't care what people think. You. It's about you, so yeah. you just care about you being yeah. happy. So, but but what happens is, and I see an Ella from the age of say seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, for whatever reason in the human mind, that's when confidence starts to wither away, like, and they start to become very shy. So, like, I I I gone to primary schools and like you'd have like baby infants junior first class and they would not care hands in the air and they'd say ah and then because they don't think but as you go further down the the third fourth fifth you start to become more aware of of what people think you and a lot of people never get out of that shadow for their whole life like they stay in inside so you'd love if people had that toddler mentality forever like in whatever field because then you have no fear like yeah the f- when the fear of failure holds so many people back like you were even talking about yeah. w- with you it is the yeah. going well I'm not I'm not going to be able to do it I'm not yeah. going to be able to do it even your first post and just going oh, what if it's crap and what yeah, you know yeah. and it takes a bravery to do that but exactly. even just talking about this again it's all the con- allowing a conversation allowing a going, conversation we feel like yeah. this too we don't have it just because we're parents or just because we're adults no it can't, and pe- like often look at other people Parents going, oh God, they're little, they're little Tommy. They only eat avocado for breakfast. They only have their vegetables. You know, they they only have oh, the fo- they only have the phone at one an hour. They sleep from seven to seven. That's not a real world. And and if it is your world, fair play to you. But most is survival mode. Mm. And I know that because I'm in it now. And like you never thought of our parents, like you know when we were say in our teenage years, what they went through. We're only seeing it now, like and and. 
we understand now that they were probably doing their best as well. That it's not easy. Like hundred percent. Do you know what I mean? And not like, every kid is going to fit a mold, like you were saying as well. No. Whether that's like with school stuff, with friendship stuff, with like being able to be social and mixing like this. There, there's there's no so you can get have all the avocados you want, but yeah. you're not going to know all the answers to everything. I of, I often do think this. I think that sometimes parents can. I, you know, if they are doing their best, it can be that, that thing of going, you know, you messed up with this, you messed up with this. But like, if you're not a perfect person, which none of us are, you're not going to become perfect just because you've got kids. No, you're no. It's going to be the, the same, but under be, more pressure. But that's what, the only way you're going to become a better person is by failing. Like people, yeah. like if you are used to failing, I'd like to think I'm used to failing now, like as in because I've like, I fell in school and I, I was like the worst electrician I ever tried to be electrician and not having a clue until now I semi know what I'm doing now and, but I have that work rate there from failing and resilience comes from failing like people don't understand it they think that everyone like oh they don't know what it feels like we all do like we all know what it feels like when you when you just didn't go according to plan it's not nice you want to get into bed you want to you know feel sorry for yourself but it's just dusting yourself down and going again because that's life it, it really is up and down like. well I think it's what you do with your failures isn't it yeah. so you either go one way and you know they perpetuate another and another or you you and sometimes that can take time and sometimes it's one failure and the others you don't learn from but if if there's something that you go okay well how do I use the good for this which you've done like yeah. in your own personal life and then the fact that you're giving back in, in having those chats with, with kids as well I think that's I think that's amazing and also Rory the fact that you are such a positive role model for talking about mental health I think that's 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 huge and that you make it accessible often through just honest discussion and too through comedy which links so many people and go I relate to this I relate to this this is something that I can laugh at and go I don't feel so alone in the world yeah yeah well I suppose like since I open up about my mental health issues um I kind of want to use the platform for others to, to, to understand. So like, I often say, I'd love to tell you since 2013 that every day is great for me and I have sunshine in my head every day and I have little bunny rabbits running around my feet and everyone's great, but it's not. I still dip. And I probably dip more than I would like to and it's something, it's a constant battle for me. Like, So I'm, I'm becoming more aware. So exercise is like phenomenally my number one like go-to. Like, um, Probably lean on it too much, if I'm being honest. Like So I depend on my exercise to lift my mood all the time doesn't always work like that but I'm good at talking about it like as in like I accept that I have my good and bad days I'm very open like how so the best way to describe me is if we were doing something again going away or whatever you'd have a level of excitement I'd be on another level to you like I'd be like wired absolutely like for instance I was going with my dad last Saturday to see the Fury Brothers in for his birthday and I was I was the one up at 20 past 5 and my wife was like what the fuck is Everyone's wrong with asleep. you you're just weirdo you're too hyper I'd be down in the kitchen singing banging pots like pure wire to the moon so excited because I was going to this and my dad but but my sister came with me and halfway through the concert like are you okay she's like oh, I'm alright I completely dipped I'd gotten so I'd used all my kind of wiredness that I, I was burnt out and when the actual occasion came I was flat like so that's something I'm managing like so for what I mean is my highs are higher than most but my lows are lower than most so why that's why I'm getting assessed at the minute because I want to try and balance that. I don't, I don't want to go as high and I don't want to go as low. But then again, that's the spark. Like, yeah, you know, you go to the Robin Williams, you go to the Jim Carrey's. They are crippled with that, and that's what makes them. Like when I'm on stage and I'm on song, I could ping out stories off the cuff that like naturally comes to me, and that's your gift. Where if I do begin medication, I'm afraid I'll lose that spark. Do you know what kind of way? But 
it's again, it's trying to find the balance between. I, I know when I'm super high, hyper, and I can't control my hopefulness that there's a low coming, mm. and you can't stop the low, you know. And again, I turn to the exercise, but sometimes, and then I, I mean, I turn to alcohol. Then sometimes, like even at the at the gig, I was necking points to try and feel it. And then it came eleven o'clock, and I actually said to him, Dad, that I'm actually on a call today because yes. I'm becoming more aware now. Yes, one option is go into that bar, neck uh, vodka and Jaeger bomb, and be on a, be on a, a false high and be drunk and think everyone's but then I know for three days I'm going to be raw depressed like. so I'm becoming more aware because now I knew I was drinking to chase that high that I got naturally that morning I I just literally got a bag of chips and went to bed like it's just but as you say understanding your limits and being, yeah. and being honest about the fact that there is a low and there is a high. I guess allowing people to to see that because some people are like, oh my God, you know, here's Rory and look at all the things that he overcame and now he's grand. You know, like you reach yeah, a plateau it's, point it's but nobody ever gets no, to that point. No one does and no. that's what I try but you've you've started to work on yourself so you've you've made it clear that yeah I do have issues like but that's okay like you know it's I'm not ignoring it and it's it's a constant challenge like but once you're aware of it and you're not saying I'm grand I'm grand don't worry about me then what's happened is that seed in your head is getting bigger and bigger and that's when I believe the suicidal thoughts come in because you and your own voice become so dominant that you can't see anything other than you know going taking your life and that's I don't want to get too deep in but that's what I'm starting to realise with my own journey is I can see how people can just ignore, ignore, ignore until they're gone so far that they're finding it hard to come back. So it's before you go that deep start to kind of talk what works for me, like, you know, do I have the medication? Do I have to exercise more? Do I have to uh, give up uh, alcohol? Do I have to eat uh, crazy strict diets in order to keep my mental health at bay? It's it's a saying, do whatever you have to do to be here tomorrow. That's literally it. And do what works for you, like, and that's why I I'm, I I love like talking about it. I I'm 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 really I'm obsessed with people who struggle and about connecting with them. What works for you? What doesn't work for me? And again, we all have to start having this conversation because for a long time we didn't. We just yeah. I'll be grand or she's grand or they'll be grand. It, grand is such a useless or word. That, or like. that things that could be it could be worse. It's like oh god no no. Yeah. It means no one's allowed feel. Yeah, yeah. Of course it could always be yeah, worse. Yeah exactly. But it but it, it's good. Listen I I, I love my life. I'm definitely like I would say as close to living the dream like if I was to say to my 16 year old self that you're going to have a lovely wife that's way better looking than, than, than you out of your league you'll have three <laughs> lovely kids you'll work for yourself your, your job is to have the crack in theory I'd be like wow man and I have that in my hand but that doesn't mean that the black dog isn't still creeping sure, at me sure sure you know what I mean like people often say what would they be depressed about? God, a lovely house and lovely family, oh, lovely car. Like no, no, no. It doesn't work no, like that. No, 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 it it's, doesn't. It's, mental it, health doesn't, doesn't no, work it, like mental that. Mental health doesn't care how successful you are, how much money you have, how beautiful you are, how much everyone loves you. It doesn't care. It'll get into you like, and it's accepting that it's it's lingering and it's working on it via education, yeah. via what it, like people who understand that knowledge, psychologists, whatever works for you. Yes. Just don't, don't, Keep it to yourself. Don't bottle it to yourself. Like, you know, there is help out there. And yeah, it is a long journey and I'm on that journey. But it's a lot easier when you accept it rather than just brush it aside. And look at all the good you're doing along the way for yourself and for other people. Yeah, but that's it. That's that's what it's all about is helping others, isn't it really? Like, 
Rory, it's been a pleasure. Tell us about your your tour of coming. Tell us where we can get tickets. Tell us all about it and when the book's going to be out. Oh, you said October, didn't you? Yeah, so the tour is, uh, tickets are, should be out now. You get them at rorystories.ie. So I'm doing a show uh, all over the country, 16 different dates. Uh, date in Dublin, couldn't get Vicar Street because Joanne McNally uh, owns, <laughs> owns Vicar Street. There. So uh, I can only get Liberty Hall. There's literally no dates available in Vicar Street for the whole year um, because Joanne, as I said, is is is, is so the queen there funny. yeah just give us one thing will you so uh, <laughs> but then I have like the usual the Cork Opera House UCH Limerick uh, Monaghan uh, Galway all over the shop so basically it's an evening with Rolling Stories so I kind of wanted to be everything that I'm about so obviously storytelling so I'd say the first half is storytelling um, relatable comedy all that kind of stuff and then I have a special guest at each venue so I'm going to have a real I, I've kind of handpicked the people who they're all pretty much well known all of them give or take but they have good stories to tell which is the main thing so a good conversation like that you know honest and none of this for the TV around just a raw conversation if we're having a drink together and there's just people listening uh, they'll, they'll be aware of that and I'll obviously like no more than yourself I'll say if there's anything you don't want to talk about that's fine yeah. but I want to know, know all about you and what makes you you and that um, and I've been to Qatar as well for uh, a bottle on. or two at the end so that's it it's a kind of overall uh, laugh feel good be inspired have a sing song go home feeling good about yourself that's what the show's uh, so that's October or September October and then the new book Rolling Stories Lockdown Look Back uh, is coming out in October Jeez, you have a busy autumn can I free tickets? Of course you can, yeah, yeah. Okay, will you bring Brian? Of course, of course, bring Brian. Actually, let, we'll see you there. Yeah, yeah, that's a date. <laughs> you guys, you two would love training together. He is, he loves an out training session as well. Oh, you would think so, sure. He wasn't able to run on the pitch. Well, how's his, how, <laughs> how's his, uh, how's, I often wonder how his body is now, because like. He is so fit. Yeah. He trains so, so much, like he, uh, he, he missed it so much when he, when, when he stopped playing. Yeah. So he's, he's, he also but his body, but I, I, he's because like, okay. like, as you you know, like the tackles he put it like I say I, I'm six foot five and like nineteen stone, so I, he would I would have been running into like him and he crippled you with a tackle. And I often wonder because he wasn't the biggest frame choppers. Like no. surely when he's older, all his bones. And I'm like, what were you thinking, grabbing that nineteen stone man and pinning him to the ground? I'm like, Jesus Christ! Like you know, because he's like a fella. No offense, you'd laugh at him. And then he just has this unique gifted tackle that just maul you and it's like, oh shit, how did that come out? So I often wondered, is Brian O'Driscoll able to walk? Is he okay? Yeah, is so he, <laughs> so he is able to walk, is he? Yeah. He is. He is. And and he, he you know, he looks after himself with Pilates. Like if it, if he struggles with his back, he will do Pilates yeah. and stuff. And he looks after his his but fitness. That's good to hear, because yeah. like you often like all them lads that were kind of in between the semi and the professional yeah. edge uh, error that like you know like they're so we'll say muscle padded and sure. recovery but back when he would have started there wasn't much recovery he's getting maybe nice back quickly and back training again it was and, completely different yeah so yeah, from the beginning of his career to when he to retired when he finished. Yeah, oh, yeah. It was it was you should you guys should go training together yeah I can't even would he not do Hell Week would he not do I was actually thinking I'm like would he love that or hate that I think he's so he'd be great for Hell Week he's got that innate competitiveness that I don't possess well well, (laughs) I'd be like no this is hard bye look at Peter Stringer like I had to had the joy of fighting Peter Stringer on the beach and I was like thank god this is only a minute because he's actually getting warmed up and said if this went on any longer I'd just say right just you win Peter even though he's up to me nipples he's still a beast like (laughs) I was like this lad will not lie down like it is. It, 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 it. They just have that that, that wired mentality. Oh, the goal in them, yeah, yeah. yeah. And and uh, he probably would do it. 
Yeah, he'd be great him. on it. I know, yeah, because I love to see him because it is, it is nuts. Like, um, yeah, I'd love to see him on it. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll ask him. We'll ask him when we come to see you. In, yeah, in yeah, your show. yeah, yeah. Rory, what a pleasure, and thank you yeah. so much for your the, your crack and your honesty and uh, your the, the joy that yeah. you give people. Thanks very thank much, Jamie. So pleasure. Much. Thank you. Cheers. Thank you so much to Roy for taking the time to chat with us and stay on the lookout for his new tour dates, upcoming book and other exciting projects on the way. Please like, subscribe and tell your friends about the podcast and don't forget to share your stories at aldi.ie forward slash mamia. And I want to wish everyone a very happy Father's Day. If you're looking to treat your dad, why not pop to Aldi and get a log splitter or chainsaw, dry aged steak or a cat swing. Bye. has everything for new babies and toddlers. No surprises then that our Mamiya range romped home or romper home with 17 wins at the National Parenting Product Awards, including goals for Mamiya Air System Nappies Size 6 Plus, Mamiya Nappy Sacks and Mamiya Organic Baby Food range, making Aldi the most awarded retailer at the awards. So for mums and dads everywhere, honestly, we could not be nappier. Aldi, every day amazing.